0: You're listening to Heart & Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And
1: I'm Charisma Moran.
0: Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life.
1: Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Welcome back, guys. Hi. So the weekend over the weekend was Mother's Day.
0: It was. That's a day. You're a mom. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to you. That's a day that happens. What you apparently. do? What'd you guys do this weekend? We uh, this weekend we kind of hung out with friends a little bit. Lots of Mother's Day stuff. Going to see, you know, other mom. I'm more excited about moms because it's their first, like my best friend. It's her first real, like I guess, Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, you know, that's and one true. Of my friends. So I got really excited for them. Whereas my own, like oh, we did this last year. <laughs> like, we get really excited for you. So I'm like. The ultimate like let me celebrate other moms person because I think moms don't like you see each other all the time so I feel like celebrating that yeah makes a big deal. well and I
1: also feel like when yours is older it's kind of going to be different because she'll be making things for you Because yeah. like I feel like the first one is probably really special and then once they yeah. can like make you a gift that gets really special. You're so like, probably like yay. when she's like four or five, right. you're gonna you're get like that macaroni card. Even three,
0: I mean, like and a lot of my friends who have kids who are three. They like gave him so much stuff. Oh, that's I was like, cute. Oh my goodness, it was
1: so great. So John and I like ran errands all weekend. Which, by the way, um, one of the places that we were at, the lady behind the counter was like, my kids last year made me um pancakes that tasted like concrete. Oh my word, they're in the <laughs> children. Like she was so angry. People. So she was like, So this year, um she's like, I'm getting in my car and I'm going out and like I'm not gonna see anybody for the whole day and that's my gift to myself. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh boy, I
0: definitely saw a lot of dads <laughs> with their kids yeah, on Sunday. Hey, the moms if that's, went out, if that's how you want to
1: celebrate. It's your day. So yeah, do, what do what you, you do. If you don't want those concrete do. pancakes, go get yourself some four season pancakes right. for the day or whatever serious. you Seriously. But yeah, so we we had like a date night on Saturday. And we had pizza. Mm-hmm. And I chronicled it on Snapchat because we could not figure out what to eat. We were those people. We were like, oh, what that's do we like eat? Us all the time. Yeah. And so we ended up with like pizza. We were at City Walk. And then we went to go see Captain, mm-hmm. of course. Because we hadn't mm-hmm. seen it yet. And we, we were went just to go like, see Team Wakanda. But you've seen you I have not. You've seen, seen it. it. Okay. No. Okay. Oh my God. I can't. Well, it's not like we could talk about it anyways just because so I wouldn't want to spoil it for anybody yeah, else. But I, I, think can't we get yeah, people, I can't wait. a lot of angry. Yeah. I can't wait till you see it. I know. I feel like we all need to go out together and talk about I will definitely. Go see it again So let me know When you and David see it I'm sorry it. We were going to see it today
0: But we are so busy I'm it's, like maybe Thursday That was us
1: Like Thursday and Friday Like normally we see stuff Like midnight We're those people That are like We're going to yeah. go on midnight We're going to dress up We're like nerds This is awesome but we've just been like so busy. So by Saturday, I told John I was like, listen, I know because we ran errands and worked all day. And I was like, listen, we need to go see it because if somebody spoils it for me, oh, I am going I've to almost lose gotten it.
0: spoiled so many times. I hate spoilers like, I more than kids, anything. Don't so. so, like I have a child. And I'm and behind on me. Game
1: of Thrones, and I that was spoiled. Oh no, I for heard me, that so. it was spoiled. Like, my friend
0: got so mad about it being spoiled. And <sighs> yeah. I'm like,
1: oh no, I'm sorry, Game of it Thrones. It makes me people. sad. It makes me sad. But yeah, Mother's Day, I just I went to um I picked up my mom. We went to yeah, Park. With her fabulous hyper. Yeah. She, she is so funny. Like she just made me laugh all day. Like basically everywhere we went, she started conversations with random people as she does. As moms do. We went to go to Ethos, which is like an all vegan restaurant. The best. And um basically, like, my mom talked to the waitress for so long that I was just like, oh, this poor lady can't do her job. She's just trying like, to get tips But mom. it was one of those things that's, like, normally I'd be like, okay, mom, but I'm like, it's Mother's Day, I can't do anything, I just have to, like... Right. And, like, she started conversations, like, there'd be, like, a couple, like, talking in the corner, and she'd just go up to them and, like, are you guys vegan? I'm a vegetarian, but, you know, I, I'm thinking about going vegan. And they're, like, they were clearly having their own, like, right. time. But I just look at them, like, what are you going to do? Like, I, like... You know, at my age like you're no longer embarrassing around, you're just like, This is the way it is. I'm sorry Accepted about person. it person. Like this is this is my You're life. gonna have to endure <laughs> it as well. Enjoy. Yeah. That's but yeah, awesome. she was very funny, and you know, we just walked around Winter Park, and we went to the museum over there. Mm-hmm. Um, we broke into a Catholic church because oh. that's how we roll. Okay, my mom's <laughs> like, I want to say some prayers. I'm like, Mom, I don't think it's open. And she's known for just like opening doors, and if it's open, she's like, Well, it's open. <laughs>
0: Jesus, <laughs> let her
1: in. Yeah, <laughs> she knocked, yeah. and he she let has her the in. way. So yeah, so we checked out the bookstore over there, which I love. I love like little hole in the wall yeah, type of bookstores that are like really tiny. Like the bookstore is yeah. smaller than my apartment. It's so great. <laughs> um so yeah so we had a lot of fun and it was just it was it was her and I this year normally it's like my brothers right. John everybody but she's now. going up to New York next week to see my brothers um because her birthday and Mother's Day fall around the same time and then John's mom actually came up here oh. and the two of them hang, hung out so it was nice because I got to like just have like a one on one like normally if I was like hey let's all walk around winter park winter park all day and just like go window shopping everybody else have been like yeah no <laughs> so. thank you charisma but no. <laughs> so yeah I was was nice it was it was very it was a very very girly day that's
0: exciting I love it I love that seeing other people's because my mom's in Atlanta and she's not like big on doing things
1: so yeah.
0: <laughs> like I don't know what we would have done if I was at home anyway so
1: well I loved going on like Facebook and seeing everybody either with their mom yeah, or with like a babies. kid or yeah just like celebrating the people like and not just like mothers, but aunts and you know. Yeah, like I it was definitely like it's almost like women's and, and day all over. It again because I is. saw all of the celebration. Well, of America, my brother so. like normally will get me a Mother's Day card too, and just be like, "Thank you for being there, like and helping raise me and everything." Because yeah. obviously, like we didn't have a father around, so you know, it's just that recognition for caring just for other exactly. people and, and being maternal, making is awesome sacrifices. So, so I'm really excited about today's topic. We're going to talk about branding. And uh, basically just how to get your brand in gear, because I feel like I see so many businesses fail, not because they don't have a good product, not because they're not working hard, and it's just because their brand yeah. is not coming across, exactly. and it's not clear, and it's just messy, basically. It's all over
0: the place, which happens so much. We were talking about earlier about so many local places whose brand is all over the place, and yes. it just doesn't come across, you know, the way it should. So I'm excited about this topic.
1: And um, so we want to kind of just start out with talking about reasons why you should be refocusing your brand. Because if your brand is solid, and, you know, then maybe this you know, episode isn't for you. But I feel like most people that I know, <laughs> right. um, even myself included, I feel like I'm always asking myself these questions just to kind of make sure, like, am I coming across clear? Am, is my brand strong? Yeah, because I
0: definitely think this is like a, you know, a biannual check-in. Like yes, you absolutely. Twice a year I think say, that's perfect, biannual. Like in the beginning of the year or maybe the end or the middle and whatever the case may be, you also need to just sit down and be like, is everything going as well as... You know, I hope it'd be, am I making sense? <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. So I feel like step one, if like, if re- the reason to refocus your brand is if you are finding copycats. Um, just because true. it's like, number one, you, you might, you're obviously doing good if people are copying you. But what are you going to do at this point to show that you're offering something different?
0: Exactly. You
1: know, I, it's, you know, like with what they say, like if it's, you should be flattered if someone is copying you, if you know, if their imitation it's, you know, the right. sincerest form of flattery. But totally. at the same time, now they're offering it, and this happens a lot. You'll see somebody, I think Rifle Paper Co. is a perfect example of a business that built up a brand. They have an amazing business, and all of a sudden, the paper market exploded with so many designs, it looked exactly like what she Very was doing. Similar. And because she had a strong brand... That's how we knew, you know what, I'm still going to go to Rifle, even if it's $2 more than this other card, right. but this is where that original do- design and concept started, and she's still doing a better job and putting on a better product than the knockoff. Exactly.
0: I also think about, like, sugar paper. Yeah. That they were doing mm-hmm. something that was just, you know, you know it's sugar paper, and there's certainly I so many people... You should see their national stationery show stuff. I did. See, I it's tweeted so about. It's good. Yeah. So cute. I just saw that
1: like right before you came oh over.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Um, but yeah, things like that. There are just, I mean, there have been times when I was doing different things where there are definitely people who kind of copy what I was doing, but I didn't, I'm not so much insulted by it as other people. I think people go through that original like shock, like how dare you how steal something for me when I put in all my work in, but it's almost like what do you expect? Like people don't come up with original ideas 90% of the time in life. There are so many things that are just unoriginal. You go to the store and there's there's this brand and then there's the exact same thing Mm -hmm. for cheaper in a different brand. It just happens for a reason. So you really need to sit down and think, what can I do to keep like, hitting the mark like how do I stay on point and not fall behind and let my copycat become the forefront like how do I make sure I beat out my copycats and be the person that's actually doing this for it? like everybody knows I'm the original this is the real deal so to speak
1: and I think like another good example is like when you go to the grocery store like you were saying there's so many different options like I know Trader Joe's will have like a cheaper version of a lot of like they'll put their version yeah. and same with Publix now because Trader Joe's and Publix are, they both have great brands. Right. Like They're both known for being amazing stores. People move all over the country and the world and say, I just want a public sub. Like right. I just want someone to ship me a public sub. So it's like they have a really strong brand. Trader Joe's has a really strong brand. And I will often get the Trader Joe's or Publix version of something but you know what I won't get and that's the Walmart version wow,
0: great value like I will not get no. the Walmart version
1: of something so it just shows like that brand really does make a difference whether you're and you honestly, know the lower or the higher it makes a big difference go and
0: drill it down Most nine times out of ten, the things are packaged and manufactured in the same places. Yeah, I mean, it's just the brand. When you see a great value, you honestly, you like walk away, like, Oh, I don't need this. (laughs) Like, you go to Target and you buy the Simply Balanced, that's what it's called. Things like they're a little organic section, it's just Archer Farms, is Mm -hmm. another one that they do. You'll buy that because you're like, oh, I can trust Target. They won't harm me. But for some reason, you see a great value version. you like, just no, like, I'm going I'm the out. other direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so being original and your brand values really mean so much.
1: So another way, another reason rather to refocus your brand is uh, if you're constantly holding promotions and sales. And I understand that people have sales for good reason. They have promotions for good reason. But if every single week, if that's all we're seeing, your content, we're not even seeing, like, original content from you. We're not getting to know your brand. All we're seeing is, come buy this now, and you're going to get this discount. If that's all we see, we don't really get to know your brand, and it kind of cheapens your brand. It totally does.
0: I think Sean West talks about this all the time on his podcast. And for people who don't know, he's a hand letterer-like it's so I mean he can write and it looks like it got printed out of uh, like off the computer like he's so good but he's basically built his brand up because he's so good at what he does and now he gives business advice and he's always saying don't cheapen your brand like don't discount your items and it's okay I guess I'd Disagree with him when think yeah. it's okay to do it sometimes, but that definitely when you start to do it all the time, it does cheapen your brand, and it's almost like then why don't you just make your prices? I feel like price. if
1: somebody wants to know like a perfect guide for like how often you should, they really should follow you mm-hmm. because I feel like from from Studio Four Hundred Four, I get like stuff that is about your brand that's consistent in your brand. But then occasionally, like, it'll be like, hey, I'm launching this new thing. And for this week, just you can randomly. get 10% like, off. Like, when or, I found out no, I was like having a girl, yeah. I just randomly put things Stuff like on that. Sale. Like, it will it might have to do with, like, a holiday or something like yeah. that. But it's not all the time. And I'm getting other messaging from you. Right. Not just messaging that's like, sale, sale, sale. Yeah. So every time I see something from you, I don't always think it's going to be, sale, sale, sale. It's like, this is what I'm working on now. And here's a sneak peek. And, right. you know, here's a way that you can use this. It's not just like... Sale, promotion, sale.
0: I think the promotion thing is big with the e-course market right now. And I think that's probably why we're so like, because we're so seeing it. It's like in our face now because we were following people for certain reasons. And all of a sudden people are selling courses and all this stuff and they're doing it all the time. And it kind of turns you off because it's like, this is not what your brand was about. Why did you, you know, change things up and all of a sudden you're selling me a three ninety nine every day. Like, you're in my inbox asking me to buy this course every day. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to buy it. So then I just unfollow them, and I'm like, I'm I not even interested. Like, I don't understand. You have expertise. There's a way to sell a course where it's not in your face. Sean West has this whole thing that he sells, and it's really expensive, but he's not in my face in my inbox every single day. Like, he just comes in when he has a new podcast episode. His podcast episodes are, like, two hours long. <laughs> it's commitment. Like, he actually puts in the work, and that makes me, like, hey, if I had the money, I would actually, you know, invest in this. Or if I was interested in investing, I would because I see what he does and the way he promotes it is really, like, smooth. Whereas other people are like, all of a sudden I want to start making lots of money and I can make six figures and da-da-da. And it's like, calm down. Like, just yeah, chill out. And it, again, like we said, if you're always discounting your products, then are you saying your products are only worth the discounted price? Like, are they only worth $2 for bucks? Well, cars? yeah, say
1: that's the other thing is, like, if you're sending out, like a huge, if you're sending out into the universe, you're doing a huge sale promotion every week or every other week. Most of the time, then someone's just going to wait until that time comes right. and say, you know, I'm not going to actually purchase this for full price. Cause yeah. Why would I? It's Well, I love when decided. it's like
0: original value this much and it's like, you know, like $800 and you can get it for the low, low price of
1: $50. Right? <laughs> that doesn't what? make any sense. Like, as far as your. What is your so costing? You're, you're like, only I, worth don't, $50? I, I don't, don't get that. Like, I think
0: the value of what you tell me, I can pay for now. So I think your worth or whatever you're selling is only worth $50, not $800, because I absolutely. was never going to pay for it. So you really just need to be careful. On
1: how you, yeah, there's things. like you know, there's ten percent, fifteen percent, even twenty percent. Yeah, just not like twenty percent is like. W- but if it. you are selling something for eight hundred dollars and you're telling me if I buy it right now, it's fifty. Yeah, that is very you're getting infomercial on me. <laughs> so another reason to refocus your brand is if you have a lot of different messages that are going out into the market. Um, so you're just really not clear on where you stand and. It's, it's hard to decipher like what it is that you're offering right. and what you're doing for other people. Um, too many, like obviously like if you, too many messages are just going to confuse people. Like right. It's just like if you a want a strong oriented, specific message. I think
0: it's, like you have a strong message like you're a millennial and you like coffee and this and that's okay if you talk about fitness and it's okay if you do that yeah but when someone like i think about equal forever what you do with them it's very consistent it's, it's very, very yeah if you're only gonna get lgbtqa well i would say it would it. be
1: like if i and i do get submissions for straight weddings and i always write back If especially if it's a beautiful wedding i'll say like Oh, this is such beautiful work. I love it. However, we're an LGBT blog. Right. Um, and if I were to just start posting like tomorrow straight posting straight weddings, it's like, well, then what was the point? Like that is what the entire brand is built on exactly. is having, you know, LGBT weddings and engagements and family sessions because there's not enough of them out. Right. And I, in I know it's world. hard to say no to
0: opportunities. I get sponsored post requests and I went through them with David yesterday just to read them out because they're hilarious for mattresses, for furniture, for all kinds of things that have nothing to do with my brand, A, B, they don't want to pay me anything. So yeah, I'm going to randomly write about your furniture. Yeah. Why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So it's not on brand A. If it's on brand, I'll think about it. But it's completely off the base, like dental product, like whatever it is. I'm not going to write about it. It makes no sense. Like, you can't come to my blog and expect me to start talking about toilet paper. That's not going to make any sense. So it's really it's okay to say no sometimes because the right opportunities do come up and I've had had sponsored posts that are very selective that actually do work out. I'm like, oh, this is awesome or they pay, you know, a certain amount. So just really... Be selective. It's okay to be selective. I think we're taught to say yes to everything, but you don't always have to say yes to everything that comes your way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just feel like, um, you know, people want to say a lot, which I get right. it. You want to be heard, and the internet is this big place, and you're like, oh, I don't want my voice to be suppressed, and I, I don't want people to not hear what I'm saying. But saying everything is not necessarily yeah. the answer. You want to drill into people's minds like, this is what I do. Exactly. This is what I excel in. And sure, maybe I also like a b and c and that's fine um but you don't want it to get to the point where people are like i don't exactly know what like, that person what you does yeah you want know? to I'm be saying. a little more specific than that so if any of those like hit home for you those are definitely reasons and i think that you know even if you feel like your brand is strong like you were saying every six months check in and see do i really exactly. need to refocus my brand right now like is it as focused as it could be are people really understanding? And if you're not sure, ask people who are like ask your friends, Actually, ask other people who are entrepreneurs, and ask people who are in your target market and say, "Go to my website, you know, and just really take notes and let me know if you didn't know anything about me, what would you walk away with?" Exactly. Um, and literally, if you guys want us to, you know, you can tweet us and we would totally I will do tell it. You we'll would. love to. Exactly.
0: That's- <laughs> You guys, I love looking at people's websites. It's so yeah.
1: fun. <laughs> So now that we talked about reasons to refocus your brand, let's talk about how to refocus your brand. Um, and there's, you know, quite a few ways to do it. I think that the first one is really easy. It's just getting specific. What do you do? Who is it for?
0: Right. And that's, I mean, those are things that are usually written down in a traditional business plan, which I understand. I mean, first of all, people need to know that your business plan... Is always changing because you Absolutely. as a person is always changing you may have family now you may not have family you may move like you always need to look back and you, I think once a year we look back at our business plan and say is this on target what do you want to do like what can we change so honestly write this down this you know the things that you want to do write it down and that's your business plan and stick to it yeah have that be the one thing that guides you and guides your brand to stay consistent because I think the problem is getting crazy is that you don't have any ideas down on paper. You don't have Mm -hmm. anything to hold you accountable, especially if you're by yourself. You can do whatever you want because nobody's telling you to stop doing it. So when you have partners and they're telling you, hey, you need to you're getting out of control, it's because you guys aren't sticking to the business plan. So writing down your business plan is like step one.
1: Yeah, and I think that like what do you do and who is it for really comes back to like what is your why? Right. Like when you set out to be an entrepreneur, whether you came from nothing And you built it up on your own or you had tons of money, but you said, you know what? I want to do more than just, you know, whatever, stick to the status quo with this. I want to do something different. What was your why? Why did you say, this is what I want to do? Like when you guys started out and you said, you know what? The internet, it doesn't look as pretty as it could. (laughs) People could have, you know, better design sites that small businesses and large businesses could really find their target client and, you know, have that message come across with their website. And so we want to go in and we want to help these businesses find that. Like when I started Equal and Forever, I was like, you know what? I don't see enough LGBT weddings on on the internet at all. I married a man, so like I'm in a straight marriage. And it's like that's so represented and it's unfair. And so I want there to be more opportunity for everyone to be able to see themselves reflected. You know what I mean? So. I feel like you have to get back to, like, what is your why? Why are you doing what it is that you want to do? And you need to get that on paper. Once you have that why, then you really need to think about who is it for? Right. So, like, when it comes to me doing consulting, my consulting is specifically for small businesses. Like, I am not going to work with big businesses. It's just not what I do. And honestly, for the most part, it is going to be creative businesses. Um, I have worked with businesses that people might not think from the get go are creative. Like I've worked with a gym right, and right. I've worked with a church. Um, but well, it, the, the guy, he like, it wasn't really a church. He basically was a speaker that right. spoke at like church type of places. I would just say a church. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he's, a <church>. so, <laughs> he's a church, but yeah, for me, I found the creativity in that. Like right. to me, if you are in fitness, like a lot of creativity goes into opening Seriously. your own brick and mortar gym um, and having that brand for it. And like you're, you know, all of that, there's the, programs that, that people yeah, use. the different things that people are going to use to, you know, you kind of have to get creative with it. So for me, I look for the creativity in everything. So I am loose when I say like, creative brands, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be a painter or an illustrator or, you know, a designer, like, or a photographer. I will work with other people, but at the end of it. I have to be able to find some creativity in what you do right. and that's going to be who my target market is. Which and I think fine. that that's, that's the thing is that a lot of people are really afraid of saying, no, well, I don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. They, they want to take on everything and exactly. work with any single person. And the reality is, is like, if you are a fortune 500 company and you're just this massive big business, there's a better consultant out there for you than me. Right. And that's what it really comes down to. If I don't think I'm the best person to help you like to reach your goals, then why would I want to do it? You know what I mean? Like I, I got into this because I want to help small businesses reach their goals and get to their full potential. I'm not going to be able to do that with a big business. It's just not the right fit for me. Right. And so I'm going to send them to a consultant that is going to be better versed in that.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: so I feel like that's that's a big problem is that people just are like I'm going to take on everything instead of just getting specific. Yeah. Same thing with your card shop. Like it's not going to be for some people. <laughs> no. And then it's going to completely be for <laughs> other people. I'm like
0: Father's Day cards. I should do that.
1: <laughs> like, those, are,
0: <laughs> those are things that I think about. Like Like certain holidays I just don't make cards. I don't make cards for holidays that I don't celebrate. Like I don't why would I do it? Or cards that I don't think cards should be needed for. <laughs> like I, I think there's yeah. weird things, so there's definitely ways to just say no. And I mean
1: like there's to me like I was just talking to a friend because they wanted to open a paper shop and I let them know like it is hard. <laughs> um and I was like the thing that you have to think about is what you see at Hallmark which and and like the store or whatever, which right. I never buy cards from there ever. But I'm like, when you go through, it's very generic. Right. And then when they I want go, a broad audience. Absolutely. Like, they're just making it for literally everyone. Whereas, like, when I want to go buy um, cards, there's probably about five brands besides yours that I'll also go to. But I'm like, depending on who I'm buying the card for, I know, like, okay, I want to go to Angelica right. for this one. Because this person would love this sort of card. And so it's really just specific people right. but that's the thing is like you have such a target audience there's going to be people that don't like your cars but there's also going to be people that are like oh my god yeah, this is this, like me and the happy day print <laughs> i'm like talking this about print it. is my life it's, life. it's everything to and i will me. say
0: just from having experience and doing this for so long you don't want to say yes to everything it gets exhausting really quickly it i think really after does. like year one or two we were like and so Um, we're just you know we're cutting ties with people don't do anything for money because it honestly will burn you out and it's never worth it if it's something that you're not sure about Nine times out of ten, just say no to it because you will waste so much time. And then you'll be frustrated with yourself because you went out of your way to like help someone else when it wasn't even within your brand to begin Yeah, with. and
1: then and then that starts the confusion of your brand. So you, right. you go out of your way, you do this thing that you're if not sure about. it's too far them,
0: outside, of, I mean, I'm, I, I'm all about pushing the boundaries and, and pushing your comfort zone because I totally believe that you should always be pushing yourself, especially creatives. Push yourself to be different and do creative things but when it's working with someone that does not fit you and you know it's going to cause you frustration and, ang- and anguish and be upset just say so you no know, it's okay to be like you know what i don't need your money right now i actually want to hang out and wait for somebody else that actually fits this box
1: yeah absolutely you can't you can't be everything nope you don't want to be walmart and just be trying to <laughs> have everything up in your or big walmart. box store and just being a <laughs> I don't like Walmart, if you can't tell. (laughs) So the second step to refocusing your brand is having a core message for your target marketer audience. Um, So basically like your mission statement, which I feel like I don't see. Like I used to always see on a website like here is our mission mission statement statement." and then here's like a little bit more specific into our about us. And the mission statement was a little bit like more formal is very specific, very, very, very specific. And then the about us is where you get a little bit more candid and fun and whatever. And I feel like I don't really see that no. a lot anymore. Now, I don't know if people are just making them and keeping them hidden, but I kind of feel like they're probably not <laughs> making yeah. based on like, again, the way that some brands are just really unfocused I feel like a lot of them are not working from a mission statement and yeah. not having a clear mission that they're wanting to put out. So again, with me with consulting, like my my mission would be that I want to help small businesses and entrepreneurs get to their full potential through branding and social media yeah. marketing. statement. and that's, that's my mission. by statement. getting them
0: to write mission statements. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what you do. We take like, on branding projects if you don't have a mission statement we will stop you and make you right. Yeah. we're not going to work with you if you don't. And that's just like
1: with, okay, like so Coca-Cola, their mission statement, the message they put out into the world is, you're going to have this Coke and it's going to be, it sounds so weird to say that. You're going to have this (laughs) (laughs) Coca-Cola and it's going to be so fun and like relaxing and refreshing and you're just going to enjoy it and share it with the ones you love. Like that's the message that they send out. It's very clear. They never say to you like, Oh, you're having a crappy day, have a Coca-Cola. Like it's where Snickers is like if you're hungry and and you're mean and you're rude, then you need a a Snickers. Snickers. And really it's weird because they don't even say like, are you having a good day and enjoying yourself? Have a Snickers. It's literally just like, are you in a crappy mood? Are you you becoming another person? time to have a Snickers. It, but it's clear messaging. Right. You know what I mean? It it's lets you know easy. when you're running through the grocery store and if you're hungry, I mean, I wouldn't suggest doing it, but that's what they're saying is, exactly. is to, that's wh- and that's Snickers. where you find Snickers is like at the checkout line Which when you're like so rushed, weird. you know. <laughs> so it's like you go grab one and then you can eat one on your way out. I just out. love the
0: idea of going to the grocery store and being starving and then you stop and pick up like a king size Snickers where you like bypass all the food in It's the so funny, store. but I
1: feel like that's what people yeah, do. Yeah, people do
0: do that, but it's just hilarious because that's what they want you to do. Yeah, like, absolutely. And it's Snickers. it's clearly
1: working for them because the Snickers is still in the aisle. Exactly. So and it's you know there. and we know about it and talk about it. So it's it's just really important to have that really clear message in your branding because when you start to have, you know, five, six different messages that you're putting out, you're confusing your potential client. Exactly. And they don't know if you are the right fit for them. And you're already like no matter what market you're in, now with the internet the market is exploded no matter where yeah. you are. It's like there's so much competition regardless. Yeah, you can work
0: with people who live on, like, islands with, like, 500 people. Absolutely. Like, you have so much potential, but you really just need to be sure that that's what you want to do. Yeah,
1: you have to realize, like, you're always going to be, you know, I don't want to say, like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Because I don't want to say, like, fighting against other brands. But, you know, right. you're always going to be, like, in competition. Exactly. And I hate to use that word because I'm, like, all about community of competition. But realistically, like, you're always going to be in competition with other brands. Hey, we got to make money. Like, we're doing this for yeah. a living, right? So if you're in competition with another brand, you've got to explain, like, why – am I right for you as opposed to this person? Exactly. And if your message is not clear, if they're not knowing what you're doing and you're not representing yourself in your business to the best of your ability, then they're going to be confused and they're going to go with the other person. Yeah, I know because I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> like I've totally been like, mm, you seem like, I don't know. I'm not fully hundred percent sure what you do. You're on target. So I'm just going to yeah, go to we you. Definitely
0: just recently had a client that we're working with now because we, like, basically, I never, like, I hardly ever respond to open call. I don't care if it's Facebook, but, like, lately, I'm, like, I'm trying to be nice and figure out, because we do want to work with different people who have different ideas, especially when it comes to non-profits or small business. Yeah. That's literally what we focus on. So, I'm, like, okay, I'll just kind of say, like, hey, okay, email me. If you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. And this person, like, got to us, and they were, like, hey, we're interested in you, because you guys were actually... Focus, and we actually understood what you did. Whereas other people, we, they, I guess, they had a hard time figuring out what the other people did. And so it's just all about being clear in your message, being clear on your social media, being clear on your website. If I go to your website, and I know people are telling people to have gigantic landing pages for some reason, but if I go there and all I see is a picture of a desk, what what do you do? Like I don't, I don't care what. Like a desk has nothing to do with graphics. I'm sorry, I don't care about what your desk looks like. I want to see what your work looks like. And you yeah. have no work, then I'm not going to hire you. That's just simply put like don't go out of your way to take all these beautiful brand images because that's what so and so told you to do and then you actually have no work or your work is terrible like it doesn't matter how pretty your desk is i'm still gonna hire you like if your
1: portfolio is not on there right and
0: i've seen that so much especially with web designers or developers is that they go through i guess maybe these courses or somebody tells them to do all this stuff to kind of revamp their brand and they all have websites that look exactly the same and nobody has a portfolio like no one i'm like I'm not going to reach out to you to go look for your portfolio. I better see it here or then I'm just going to pass, especially because we contract so many people. I'm like, eh, I will pass on you because you have no work on your page. Like, just showcase your – even if it's just a blog post, if you're a writer, you should be blogging on your site. You know what I mean? Just have your stuff available for people to see. People should not have to drill down five times to find out what you're doing.
1: So the third step of how to refocus your brand, and I think that this one is – probably the most it's not the most important but it's just like if you're gonna do the other ones and you don't do this one (laughs) then there's no point i guess like i all three of them are very important but if you don't do this one it's like just just don't don't expect anything to happen and that is consistency consistency in your brand sharing your message having it be a consistent message and being consistent in sharing it right if i don't hear from you ever I don't know you're there, and so I'm not going to know about your brand. And exactly. if you're sharing images every day, but, like, they're completely different, if you're sharing, like, you know, words and graphics and everything, but they're just – it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's just then, random quotes. Yeah, yeah. I and I, I think, like, like, a great example is, like, so you're super into yoga, and – you have a yoga Instagram because yeah. you didn't want to like flood. Exactly. And occasionally, you know, every once in a while, like you'll be like, oh, I worked out, or here's a yoga image yeah, on your main one. Because it is a part yeah. of your brand. Like, but you're not making it, like, a hundred yoga. Because you post for yoga every day. Because yeah. you do yoga every exactly. day. Like an and every so you day. don't want it to be, like, oh, every single day you're going to get an Instagram from my main, in- like, you're going to get an Instagram from my exactly. main Instagram about yoga. And I think that that's really important. Yeah, it's
0: okay to have multiple channels for what you work with. I think there was an article, and I'll link to it, about the Huffington Post. And she was, like, you know, reasons why not to write for it. Because, I, I mean, it is, like, not as reputable I think, as people think it is. I think people think it's like a real like newspaper and I'm like oh no oh honey like in 2,000 articles they submit a day 400 of them are like submissions from other people so that should just give you an idea that they're just like BuzzFeed pushing out content as much as possible just to get people there but it is good if you want to write for a Huffington Post and it's not like you can't blog about it on your regular blog like you have a business blog yeah, absolutely. and you need the thing, but you have all these ideas bubbling up and you're like I need to talk to somebody about it. Medium is great for that, and Huffington mm-hmm. Post or other sites that allow contributors. Those are great opportunities. Or even to do like
1: that. possibly guest posting somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
0: Anyone else that has it, like if you are really into like I'm really into fitness. Um, when I get to the point where I want to write about it, I'm gonna have a different space. I'm not gonna put it on Studio Four Four because nobody cares.
1: Because it's so <laughs> about illustration and all that. Yeah, it's exactly. It's very focused it's on paper design and, and
0: business, and, yeah. and, and that's all. It's
1: and I mean, there for. are some people that have like broader, like especially with yeah, lifestyle, and, and it's like there's nothing wrong with that. But you also have to like pick, like I would say, no more than six categories, right. and really stick to those. And also, like, don't have a category that you're never going to post in. So if you're, if one of your categories is food, which like I probably wouldn't choose because I know I'm not going to post a recipe every week or even every month, but make sure that you have some sort of consistency with like how much you're delivering that. Like, okay, I'm going to do a recipe, then do a recipe, I don't know, at least every month, but I would right. say maybe twice a month Seriously. so that we know that that's something that you're doing it's not just super random. And if
0: it's not something that you're doing and you notice, just delete it. Like, it's fine to delete any of, like, I've deleted so many things. My site's been around for 10 years. Like, I say this all the time, you haven't seen it. <laughs> like anything that I ever posted. Like, I think from 2000 and before 2009, I think everything, I went in and I just deleted it all. Cause why? Like it had nothing to do with what I was doing. Nobody cares. I mean, some of it's still like in the back, and I like laugh at the trash. Some of it's like, like really hardcore feminist stuff. I'd say like... you're really better
1: than me because I feel like I, I don't know why I've never thought about deleting things, but I feel like I don't delete anything. Like, and I moved, I moved spaces because right. I feel like there was just so much that I was just like, I need to delete all of this, and it was a lot of work. So I, you know, I obviously created like a new space or whatever. But you could go to my old blogs and still see everything. Yeah, from, like it's still to there. There's definitely really there? some but some
0: stuff like in different mediums that I'm sure if you dug around hard enough, you, you would find, find it. it. Yeah, but like don't. <laughs> but yeah,
1: it's yeah, don't. it's important to to keep that consistency going, and and obviously on all social media yeah. channels, not just if you're blogging, but. Keeping it, you know, on your Twitter, on your Instagram, on your Facebook. Like, you want to be sending out, again, those clear messages. And you want right. them to be consistent.
0: And I will say, I think it's fine to just be yourself in something. Like, on Twitter, yes. I, I don't follow people who are, like, only talking about the business because I don't care. Well,
1: that's, that's the <laughs> beauty like Twitter of Twitter and really, Snapchat are more for, yeah, like, the behind-the-scenes. That's scenes, the beauty of, like, opinions. really being yourself. And, like, of course, it's overused. But, like, I mean it for real. Yeah. If you're being authentic... You know, if you're actually being authentic and not just using it because you hear people and and it's a buzzword,
0: authentic. Then as a blogger, just take a shot every time you read the word. Yeah, if you're
1: if you're just being yourself and you're truly being yourself and you're being true to yourself, then it's much easier to brand because you're building a brand around yourself. I see people that are like, I'm gonna cut out these major and obviously like. I'm not saying, like, if you are a binge drinker, then probably don't post that. Like, <laughs> maybe get that under control and don't share oh, that no. with us. Oh, no. But, way. like, I mean, like, you know, for the most part, the major core parts of your life, like, absolutely share those parts and be honest and open right. about them. And I see people that are like, I'm going to create this brand and make my – not only around the business, but around myself – and make myself look like a completely different person than yeah. what I am. And I'm and like, that is so much work. I,
0: yeah, I definitely have met people in real life after knowing them online or just knowing of their brand. And they're completely different. Yeah. And it's very confusing because I'm like, why do you go? It's so hard for you to go out of your way to, to have do this that. persona when you're not... I mean, you're a totally cool person as you are. Just be you. But I guess they feel like they have to be... It's like, if you don't wake up else.
1: every day and, like, have a delicious-looking coffee and or put on yoga makeup or and look super cute they and don't whatever, do don't, like... You don't have to lie about it. And that's what I love about Snapchat, too, is that, like, there's certain people that I follow. Like, one um, person actually, like, they're, they, like, are obsessed with flat lays and everything like that, and they do, like, flat lays all over their Instagram, and it looks great. And, um... Basically, she's that person on snapchat you yeah. know what i mean she's like, like hey i'm flat laying right now like <laughs> you'll see like her, the way that her desks look every, every single day is beautiful like it's a big white beautiful desk and like she has fresh flowers on it all the time and then like she's very like she loves makeup she's always sharing like, new, new like makeup and stuff like that it's like but, ashley brooke i feel like
0: she well i don't feel like i know because it doesn't matter. she is literally like that in person. real That's life her. yeah
1: and if you were if you weren't like that creating like a curated instagram like that would just be exhausting. so much exhausting yes. work. You want I a minute to do that.
0: that. I couldn't do it, yeah, <laughs> because it'd be exhausting. Because number one, I don't like white desks. I'm sorry, <laughs> I said this hey, before. Hey, like hey. I hate a white hey, desk. Hey, hey. ah, I drive through banana. on my white desk! I know. Right when now. I go to IKEA, I like walk <laughs> by the white desk. I'm like, not you. Or the Parsons desk, which I think like people love them in white. I'm like, no, get in a different color. <laughs> like I'm so weird. But I couldn't. So because I don't, it'd be yeah. weird for me to just go out of my way to be like. So half the times, if you see a flat lay, if it's not a picture of a car that's going on my shop. It's on my black desk because my desk is black. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what it is. Like or a wood desk because I'm sitting at a wood desk. But yeah, definitely don't go out of your way to be somebody that you're not because that that um, hinders you from being consistent. So I think if you have to do more to do it, you're gonna be less consistent because you're gonna get burned out really quickly. So when you're doing something that you love and you enjoy doing it, you're like, I can't wait to get up in the morning and share what I'm doing on Instagram. I can't wait to write a blog post or I can't wait to do whatever. If you don't go running then why would you go running just for Instagram? Like, don't do it or lie about it. Like, just stay at home and be like, I'm in bed. I hate running, but I'm starting to make myself do it. And I'm talking about how much
1: it sucks when I talk to I talk about I talk about how much I hate running, actually. Uh, I do. Because I don't enjoy running. I, and I'm, I'm like, I'm doing when it. am I going to like this, guys? And everyone's like, oh, you're going to love it one day. And I'm like, I think you guys are They liars. always say, do
0: it to, at five miles. You start to love it. And I'm at like, oh, doing a, a, 10K, like a 5K, you know, almost every day. And I'm like, hmm. Still I, I, well, that's funny because I literally it. don't
1: think I'll ever get beyond a 5K, so I guess <laughs> so I'll always I'm, say I'm it. Up for <laughs> But yeah, I think that, you know, everyone really, truly is special, and what you have to offer is important and it is valid. It does make a difference. want you hear can, about, ab- it. absolutely. Like, I love And if you can focus things. on, like, Getting that message across and just being yourself, it makes all the difference in the world as opposed to trying to be someone else and trying to keep up with something else. Yeah, and I think
0: it's else. okay to be inspired by people who are, you know, have larger audience. I think it's totally fine because I post about inspiration posts all the time in my blog about illustrators who are way more talented than I'll ever be. But I don't, like, turn around and be like, okay, so I just posted about, you know, this person. Let me go home and try to draw animals like them. Like, I'm never going to be that person because it's not what I'm passionate about. But it's okay to be inspired by people and that should drive you to want to make your own stuff. And yeah. Be like,
1: oh, what I have and to do. And really big, like, in the in the photographer community, like, there's a lot of trends that come and go. Oh, yeah. And, like, I do think that some, a lot of what we see, like, as far as branding and as far as, like, things, pictures on Instagram and stuff like that, like, a lot of it is trendy. And if it's, some, if it's a trend that you love and you enjoy, then do it. Yeah. But if it's a, tr- if it's something that you're just doing because you see, well, this person has, you know, thousands and thousands of followers and I'm just going to try to do this for the right. money, even though this has nothing to do with how I actually see the world or how I enjoy to do things and you know, whatever. It's like, don't do that. Yeah, like totally find, right. find a way to share the message that you have and stay true to your brand and share that and that is going to be how you build a brand that lasts and stands the test Seriously, of time because
0: there are some things that are just classic that will always stay around and you want to focus on those things like especially when it comes to branding i know that like some types of like logos are really popular right now and like how are you going to deal with this, you know, five years from now when that mm-hmm. changes? You just need to stick to some things that are class so you're not constantly churning out new, yo- new yeah. logos every You want to update
1: your brand right. consistently to stay with stay relevant, in the realms classic of, like, what is brand. currently relevant, but you don't want to have a complete overhaul exactly. every year, every two years. I and mean... You want to you say, this is what our branding was, and now we're updating a little bit to be, you Or know. you could just
0: grow from it. Like, I think about someone like Chanel, and they have these classic two Cs, and this, you know, just... Work, but they can take that logo mark and they mm-hmm. can make any like they can put flowers into and you know it's Chanel. Absolutely. They can put gold into it and you know it's Chanel. Like you just know. So that's what you really want to focus on. Timeless, classic branding, or even I mean I'm talking about design more but just in, in general your tone make it classic so that it can be adjusted to like if somebody comes in and they need to work for you right now or you go to a coma they can write for you because it's easy to understand yes, absolutely. what you're doing that's kind of like my rule like you need to be able for if somebody else to come in they they can jump in immediately and understand what you're talking about who your audience is they don't have to like you know go shuffling through like oh snap she talked about gym on Wednesday <laughs> and then she talked about food on Tuesday but only one Tuesday and like whatever the case may be just be consistent. Be classic. So
1: get specific. Make sure you have a core message. Be yourself and be consistent.
0: Be you. I feel like we're like a 90s, like, <laughs> a after school special. Yeah, seriously, we're like a PSA. Be yourself. But it's true, guys.
1: <laughs> it, it really works. It's real. So go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Heart and Hustle Podcast. You can reach us on Twitter at Heart Hustle Pod. And, of course, you can find us all over the web using the hashtag BostoHard. And if you're listening on iTunes, or even if you're not, we would really love if you would leave us a review if you're enjoying things because we'd love to hear from you guys. And we will see you guys next week. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Bye.